My brothers and sisters in the Lord, a friend of mine forwarded an email to me a few weeks ago that I'd like to share with you this morning. This is how the email read. We are familiar with a herd of cows, a flock of chickens, and a school of fish, as well as maybe a gaggle of geese. However, what less widely known is a pride of lions, a murder of crows, an exultation of doves, and presumably because they look so wise, a parliament of owls. Now, consider a group of baboons. They are the loudest, most dangerous, most obnoxious, most viciously aggressive, and least intelligent of all the primates. And what is the proper collective noun for a group of baboons? Believe it or not, it is a congress. A congress. That sort of pretty much sums up what's going on in Washington these days. But you see, my brothers and sisters, as I was going through that email and going through all of those collective nouns, I ran it through one of those fact-checking services. And of course, everything in the email is correct except a group of baboons is not referred to as a congress. Have no fear, baboons. You don't have to be equated with Nancy Pelosi. But you see, my brothers and sisters, what did hit me is when it spoke about an exultation of doves. An exultation of doves because I never really heard of that before, so I did a little research and some of the older books, when it speaks about doves being released at weddings and funerals, it speaks of them as an exaltation of doves, of going up into the heavens. And today, my brothers and sisters, we don't normally hear the word exaltation as much, except often when we're referring to God. Psalm 34, magnify the Lord with me and exalt his name, or Philippians, Two, because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed upon him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This exaltation as we speak of God. And certainly, my brothers and sisters, we see the image of the dove, the form of the dove in the gospel today. <coughs> as Jesus is baptized in the River Jordan. That beautiful scene of Jesus going into the waters and the image we see, my brothers and sisters, is an exaltation because it's an image of the Trinity. The Son there in the waters. We see the Holy Spirit descending in the form of a dove and the voice of the Father. This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. My brothers and sisters, in that wonderful scene of exaltation, which we see again at the Transfiguration, but you see, my friends, in that wonderful scene, what do we call to mind when we think of our own baptism? Because our own baptism is a moment of exaltation. It is a moment of transformation. It is a moment in which we die to the old and we were born in Christ washed clean of original sin, incorporated into the body of Christ, which is the church? Do we celebrate our baptism? Do we even know a church in which we were baptized? Do we know the date of our baptism? 
Because you see, my brothers and sisters, the date we were baptized is more important than our physical birthday. Because it's the day we're reborn in Christ Jesus. The importance of that event. I still remember the first child that I baptized as a priest. Now you have to remember in seminary, we had these what we call practicum courses. And so they put you in a classroom with all your classmates around you, and they put a bowl of water there, and they give you a baby doll, and you practice baptizing. And so that's what I did. And so I arrive at my first assignment. And when I arrive at my first assignment, my pastor tells me this. He says, here at St. So-and-so, we only baptize by full immersion. No other baptisms are permitted. And so I had a baptism that first weekend of a little infant. And I have to tell you, my friends, I didn't know what I was doing. And so here comes the little infant, and we're baptizing by full immersion. I'm deathly afraid that I'm going to drop the child, to slip out my hands. And so we go down, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And the water in that particular font was warm, so when that little boy hit the Holy Spirit, it was a spring of new life right there in the font. <laughs> There's a minor exorcism in baptism, so all that evil was going out. Now I understood why there was chlorine also in the font. But you see, my brothers and sisters, do we even remember? Do we celebrate? And certainly if we were baptized as infants, we may not remember the actual event. But do we have pictures? Do we have videos? Do we speak to those who were there? Do we celebrate that moment? And do we live out that baptismal grace each and every day? Because you see, my brothers and sisters, at the time of our baptism, it tells us about who we are because then we belong to God. Reborn, the adopted children of God. We take on the name Christian. And it makes a difference in our life that we belong to the Lord. For the Tommy Lane, tells of the story that when he was in seminary, he began his studies in Ireland. And when he was in Ireland, the professor there at the seminary was recounting a story about the Soviet leader, Miguel Gorbachev. And he said that Gorbachev grew up in a household where his grandmother and his mother were Orthodox Russian Christians. And his father was a staunch communist. And as any good grandmother, the father did not want the child to be baptized, so the grandmother stuck the child out and was baptized at the local church. And so he was retelling the story because the professor says, do you think baptism has any effect in a person's life? Because Gorbachev grew up in a house where his mother and his grandmother had a picture of Jesus in every room. And his father was a staunch communist. Next to the picture of Jesus, there was a picture of Stalin. That's the house he grew up in. And so Father Tommy Lane was sort of contemplating this. He continued his studies in Rome. And he was in Rome in November of 1989 when the Berlin Wall fell. And he was also there in December at St. Peter's Square when Miguel Gorbachev came to meet with St. Pope John Paul II there at the Vatican. Do we really believe baptism has an effect even if we don't know it at the moment? because we belong to God. That baptismal grace is always at work. But you see, my brothers and sisters, oftentimes we have to dial it up. We have to ask the Holy Spirit to stir it up within us. 
so we can be the disciples he calls us to be. So it tells us about ourselves. It also tells us about the church. Because we are incorporated into the body of Christ, which is the church, the importance of the church as our mother, the importance of the church as our family. Do we live that out? I remember I was preparing a couple for marriage. And the bride was going all around New Orleans to find the perfect church to be married in. And she was driving her mother and her fiance crazy because they would go to every church and she actually had this Excel spreadsheet. And on the spreadsheet was how long the aisle was, how beautiful the stained glass windows were, how many statues were in the church. She had all these lists that she was comparing. And so they came for marriage prep. I was finally ready for them to announce what is the most beautiful church that she found. And I have to tell you, my brothers and sisters, I almost fell off my chair when she told me the church because she picked one of the ugliest churches in Metairie. I won't say what it is, but it's one of the ugliest churches in Metairie. And I couldn't believe it. I said, well, what happened to the Excel spreadsheet and all that work? And she said, well, I realized as I was doing all of that, that this particular church, St. So-and-so, that was the church where I was baptized. It was a church where I received First Communion. It was a church that I received confirmation. It was a church where I met my fiance. And so it should be the church where I am married. You see, my brothers and sisters, the connection to the body of Christ, which is the church, to one another and to the worship space that we gather in each and every day, that we gather in in order to give praise to the Lord, not only on Sundays, but every single day of our life. Baptism makes a difference. It's a channel in which the grace of God flows into our life. That first sacrament of initiation to truly be a Christian. My brothers and sisters, do you think about your baptism? Do you contemplate the grace that was received? And if you haven't, then, my brothers and sisters, I suggest that on this feast of the baptism of the Lord, you take some time to contemplate the grace of that sacrament and how that baptismal grace is making a difference in your life. And ask the Holy Spirit to stir within your soul that baptismal grace so that you and I may be the disciple that the Lord calls us to be.